a podcast by immigrants for immigrants. I'm your host, Dani. And I am Ella. Hi, guys. Happy Tuesday. Thank you to everybody tuning in today. We hope you are having a blessed day and we hope that you have a blessed week. Hi, everyone. I hope y'all are having a good one. Um, and thank y'all so much for joining us uh, yet again. So we're very excited to talk to y'all today. Yeah, so basically, guys, I was telling Danny. well, I told her last week about something that I, I had in mind to do, like an opportunity that I kind of like saw and I wanted to take advantage of. Um, so we're going to touch a little bit upon that. And today we want to hit the topic of rejection and why right? maybe rejection sometimes is good and like it helps us develop resilience and kind of like us empathy. And makes us stronger in a way. Yeah, because I think um, rejection can apply to many of us, you know, um, in different instances in our life. It's something that all of us have to unfortunately go through. But unfortunately and and fortunately, um, because like you said, it helps build resilience. And so we want to touch base on a few ways to cope with it, a few ways that um, it can bring positive things into your life. And so it's just a, a shift in mindset. So we want to do touch base on that. Um, and there's two very specific scenarios that we want to talk through. So, yeah, I think we should just get right into it. Last week, I was part of an editorial or what is called a styled shoot in the field of work that I do. And it was at this brand new venue at the city, well, in the city I live in. And I was going to have that style shoot on Tuesday. And I told Danny on Sunday, I was like, girl, I see the opportunity. And I'm just while I'm there, I'm going to ask the venue owner if I can be there for their open house on Sunday. Well, things didn't go as planned. I ended up getting rejected. It was so sad. I, I know that rejection is good, like Danny said, and maybe it's fortunate because I mean, who knows what's going to come after this and maybe more doors will open. But at the time, whenever I was getting rejected and I was told no, because they already have a vendor for that and they're specific and they only like that person because it's their actual friend. So I was like, oh, OK. But guys, I didn't know how to act like I had a knot in my throat and I was like, like, I couldn't get a word out because I couldn't believe it because I actually have a relationship with this venue manager. Like I had met them before. I had worked with them before. And honestly, I was like, frankly, what could go wrong? Like, I don't think they're going to say no. So it was kind of like shocking. But at the same time, like, no, it's OK. It happened for a reason. Yeah, no. And I don't know if you want to share. But I mean, you shared why that happened. But do you mind sharing why this specific, um, why you were so set on getting this for yourself or for your Yeah, so the reason why I was so excited was because this venue is very close from where we're located. So it's very close to our area. We are literally only like 12 minutes away, I think. So most of our events that we have are usually like an hour away an hour 30 40 minutes away 30 minutes away the closest but this venue is literally so close to my home that I was like oh my gosh this is perfect like I want to be a bender here and I've done weddings here I'm 
doing a style shoot with them. The girl knows me. She's kind. And I'm even doing another style shoot this upcoming Wednesday. So I was like, what do I have to lose? And well, just being a vendor there would bring me, I guess, like not only because they're closed, but because I actually like the venue. I feel like it aligns with like my company. I don't know. So I just, I was just very excited. But yeah, I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like a lot of the times, like whenever, um, whenever we get really super excited about something, like we kind of put it on a pedestal. And what I mean by that is the fact that we put these high expectations um, for for that person or for that thing or whatever. And then the second that it like does not happen the way that we expect it, like you said, like sometimes like you can't, you can't even have a reaction. Some people have a negative reaction. I think any reaction is okay to have unless you're very um, aggressive. Um, but, you know, I think that that's very normal that you were like, oh my gosh, I have a knot in my throat. I, cause you, I mean, if give me, you know, you can stop me if I'm wrong, but you knew that that was a possibility, right? Like you told yourself, oh, the worst thing that they can say is no, right? Yes, yes, I did. I, I was like, I'm just going to do it because the worst thing that can happen is no. And I think that's what I told you last week, too. I was like, I'm just going to do it because I think, I mean, what what can go wrong? If they say no, they say no. But I guess I just said that, but I didn't mentally prepare myself for the no. Yeah, and I think that, honestly, I I do that a lot. I have found myself doing that a lot. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I plan for the worst thing to happen, but I don't actually, like, execute, like, that plan that's going to happen, like, if it if that does happen. Because, um, you know, we get really excited, but at the end of the day, like, I, um, you know, first of all, I just do want to say, like, I'm sorry that it didn't work out that way. But I am... Um, hopeful that things oh, better things will come of it um because uh rejection i feel like is just a redirection um for for you for us to come up with a new plan um it's a way for us to understand that you know sometimes things rejection can be personal but a lot of the times it doesn't have to be personal. Like you said, like in that specific instance, like that person worked with another vendor um, because that was their friend. You know what I mean? Like in that instance, it was personal to them, but it wasn't nothing against you. You know what I mean? Like it's like some things, it's just situational, whether or not, like it's just a timing thing. Like, oh, they picked this person uh, because they applied five minutes before you, or you know what I mean? Like it, it can be very situational. So I think sometimes it's like hard to think about it that way, but sometimes things are just not personal. I don't think it was personal because like I said, the venue owner is very kind. Um, and she actually like talks to me and we kind of have like a relationship, but we're not, it's like an acquaintance, like mutual relationship, but not like we're frenzies, you know, but, um, I do see that point. That's what I told my mom. I was like, I can't be sad because actually she didn't say anything wrong. She just said that she likes to use a certain vendor because they're friends. They've been working together for five years and they provide actually the service for free for her all the time. And they give her free things because... I mean, I guess, yeah, they're friends. And then I was like, oh, well, I the type of service that we provide, I can give you a discount, but I can't give you a service for free because my company is not big enough yet. Like, 
unfortunately, I can't do that for you yet. And that's why I'm like, okay, then that's probably why, like, it's the universe telling me that it, it wasn't, it's not meant for me. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's beautiful that you have, like, just readjusted your mindset on it. Because at the end of the day, yeah, like, rejection hurts sometimes and it's hard to accept it. But at the end of the day, like, it, like you said, you can, you can make the best of it. Uh, yeah so I guess I'm over it I still had to go though today and it was kind of like the walk of shame as I was walking in because I got rejected to be a vendor there but one of my friends is was a coordinator and she actually had a booth there and she rented several items for me so I had to go set them up and I saw the venue owner we saw each other and then she came up to me and she hugged me and she asked me how I was doing so I was like okay like <laughs> no hard feelings at the end of the day, um, like we said, something better is going to come of it. So No, girl. Yes, something better already came out, out of that. Because two days after that, another venue reached out to me and was like, hey, we want to oh, work nice. with you. And it's a brand new venue. This was 40 minutes away from my house, but I don't mind. It's so beautiful, girl. It's industrial modern. Girl, super freaking pretty venue. And I'm like, yes, I'm so ready for it. And even the operations manager from that venue requested a quote for my company for his wedding in May. So I was like, yes, like, I'm so happy. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, see, it's just sometimes things just don't happen and don't work out because something better or something or a different kind of opportunity is in store and maybe yeah the conveniency of it is not the best again <laughs> comparison to the other one but who knows like even the fact that you're going to do the owner's like own wedding like holy shit that is to me I would be like oh my gosh like that is amazing <laughs> yes I'm literally ecstatic but it's not the owner it's the operations manager but still he's like up there you know so I'm still oh, I'm yeah. still like, super happy about oh, it and and I know how you said about like in the beginning of the episode how we were going to talk a little bit about like how to go about um being rejected because okay in my personal right now what I'm going through it's like a rejection basically for my job my company but sometimes you get rejected in like a relationship or like a friendship or you know otras cosas y I mean I was gonna say that it's basically an opportunity to reevaluate like what you're doing um a lo mejor que es lo que estás haciendo tus estrategias your relationships and it kind of brings you like it fosters like a sense of like humility and encourage it and it also like it encourages you que seas mejor yeah Does yeah that make yeah sense? like um ella just said that you know it encourages you to become better and that is very true like you can learn from that experience and really put things into perspective um re remember that like rejection is just a natural part of life and sometimes we just need to see it from another person's perspective because like we might inherently just think of like oh we have this great thing this have we have this great thing but what can we work on what is something that I am lacking that I can really work on, you know, because if, if you're lacking communication skills, if you're lacking like just your social, like social skills and like social media kind of skills, it's like sometimes 
that will make a big difference for certain companies. It's like, let me see your presence. Let's see like how you deal with, um, how you interact with people. And it's like things like that. Like it's sometimes you just need to put it in perspective and take that with a grain of salt and be like, okay, yeah, you know what? I am great. That doesn't mean that I am less than because I got rejected. It's just a part of life. But what can I gain from this? And then that's really hard sometimes to do whenever it is so fresh. You can't think, oh, what can I gain from this? What can I learn from this? But once you take a step back, you know, you can actually like put anything in perspective. Um, and also you, it gives you the ability to practice like self-compassion for yourself. Um, and I think that that's sometimes that something that I struggle with is like just giving myself compassion and just being kind to myself and treating myself with the compassion and understanding that I provide for other people. I definitely know what you mean by that because yes, like I was like, dang, like what can I strive to improve in my company? Like I went to my social media and I was like, what do I need to clean for my feed? Like I want my feed to look as clean as possible. My captions are they nice and easily to like read? How is my website doing? Basically, it was like a catalyst for like self discovery within my business. Like, what do I need to actually do to like improve and maybe make them want me? Like, be that vendor that they want to work with, you know? Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, like you, we as people are not meant to be for everybody. We really can't be, you know? So sometimes, like, a company in this instance, like, is just a better fit for somebody else or whatever, so what have you. But it is great that you took the opportunity and started to really look into a different aspects of your business where you're like, okay, you know what? That's fine. How can I improve? And I think that that's a great way to look at things um, because it really is sometimes hard to stay positive whenever shit starts to happen. Um, but I mean, just being, remaining a positive attitude and outlook, um, even in the face of rejection, um, and reminding yourself of your strengths and your accomplishments and things that you're grateful for. Um, whether that be in, like you said, in the news, in this specific scenario, we're talking about work related, but you know, if you get rejected by a person or a school, I, I know that we emphasize so much about, um, how we try to help the immigrant community and going to school. And sometimes part of that is being rejected by a school that you were dead set on. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. And we can redirect uh, into something else or something better, what have you. So, yeah, girl, yes. The fact about like staying resilient and hopeful, like that's that's big. And like what you said about acknowledging our feelings and practicing self-compassion. I definitely agree with you. And actually talking about like staying resilient and hopeful when you talk about school, um, have you seen that UT Austin, they they had they did a decision to remove the Monarch Scholarship? Uh, yes, it breaks my heart, honestly. Whenever I saw it, I was just like, oh, no. Honestly, it just, it was such a good opportunity for, for what it stood for. And it's just being taken away and it's like taking two steps backwards. Basically, UT Austin, for those of who you like who don't know, they did the decision to remove the Monarch Scholarship, which provided students from $500 to $1,000 per year. Um, which if you think about, guys, no es mucho. Like, it's not a lot. So, like, the fact that they took this away from some students that actually needed it, knowing that undocumented students 
literally their their pool of scholarships is so limited because most scholarships that you apply for you must be a legal resident or you must be a US citizen so whenever you're undocumented your pool of scholarships is literally tiny so the fact that UT closed the scholarship really did hurt my heart because I was like por qué like por qué and like what you said instead of moving forward it's like taking two steps backwards yes yes and and the thing that really hurts is the fact that this program was specifically designed to support undocumented students That's the sole purpose of this scholarship. It's because they recognize that the undocumented community is just not eligible for as many Pell grants or, or any grants at all. Um, the grants or scholarships, like it's very, very limited. And like Ella said, like um, the the scholarship wasn't even like anything grand, $500 to $1,000, but a lot of people banked on it. You know, a lot of people uh, like knew that, hey, you know what, every single year, at least I'm going to get this help. And that's $500 to $1,000 that I don't have to worry about. Um, because if you think about it, like that's maybe uh, for some people, it's a week's worth of work. For some people, it's two to three weeks worth of work. So, you know, it really um, can make a big difference in our communities. So, It's, it's it's sad to to see, honestly. However, <laughs> what we were just talking about, we must stay resilient and hopeful because maybe after they close down the scholarship, another um, institution in the school decides to do a scholarship for undocumented students or maybe, I don't know, a group of students who has like a, what do you call it? <sighs> Not a campaign. I forgot what it's called. Uh, okay, so for example, where the college where I went to, it was like the DMS. That's what they called it. But honestly, I don't even know what they meant. But they created their own scholarships. Like it had nothing really to do with like um, an organization, an org. It's It kind of has nothing to do with the school. It was like its own little organizations led by, organization led by students. And they created their own scholarships for undocumented students or for people of color, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that if the university is not going to do anything for them, at least like a student-led organization can like probably make up for it or I don't know, somehow find a way to help these students. Yeah, because who knows, maybe like to your point, maybe that will just help the immigrant community to build those connections and those networks and really hold each other accountable to share those resources that we do have. Because like I know that we try to share Um, scholarships every single week that the undocumented community can apply for and you know it's just maybe we can also partake in that and help students or reach out to organizations at UT and be like hey you, you know these are available I know that the Monarch scholarship was taken away but here's some other options no yes definitely and some uh programs or organizations that I would like to shout out today would be Immigrants Rising because they actually upload a lot of scholarships every week or every two weeks. And then another uh, Instagram account that I found that's really resourceful for this one, you actually have to pay for the scholarship list, but it's really, really helpful. 
they have scholarships for the DACA community, undocumented community, and for students who are legally here and are U.S. citizens. It's called Girls on Campus, and I believe it's $2, I want to say, but apparently everybody says that it's really, really good. So maybe we can link those profiles in the show notes for our list here to like check them out. Yeah, that's awesome. Honestly, and $2 for thinking about the people that actually do the work, even just putting things and copying, pasting links, that takes time. So $2 to be able to have a full list of uh, scholarships, opportunities, or resources, it's nothing, honestly. So yeah, yeah, I'll make sure to link those um, at the bottom of the show notes uh, this week. And to end the episode on a good note, we want to shout out two scholarships, or actually one is a labor summer internship, which is $6,000, and it's for college juniors, and it closes to 9, so February 9th. And then the second one is the Michigan Humanities Emerging, Emerging Research Scholars Program, and that one is for college juniors as well. It's 1550 and it closes February 12th. So guys... For real, like take advantage of these scholarships, apply because you never know. And again, we have the adios, submit one. And thank you all so, so much for tuning in tonight. Sorry about my rant. (laughs)